Live, live from the Toad Hop Network studios in Hollywood. This, this is the ToadHopNetwork.com. It is strongly addictive. Radio worth watching. Radio worth watching. Attention. The movie guys love movies. Any comments we make without regard to good taste and decency are because we now have a complete lack of moral compass. Isn't that right, Pope Benedict? You can't go! All the plants are gonna die! <laughs> That's a good way to start a show. With I've always Murray. thought more popes should be more like Bill Murray. I think all popes should be Bill Murray. That's Pope Bill Murray. Idea. He's in the running, right? We need a new one. I hope he's in the running. Here's the thing that's funny about that. I was thinking about that this morning. I was thinking about there's got to be cardinals out there right now who are thinking, oh, I hope it's me, I hope it's me, I hope it's me. But you don't think of a pious man having aspirations like that, like, oh, gosh, please pick me, pick me, pick me, pick me. weird? God's up there listening to all of their prayers, and now he has to go, oh, Thou shalt be selfish. Do they start praying extra good once there's a pope in the running? You just know there's somebody thinking, no, don't give it to that asshole. Oh, I can't believe it. Politics. Hey, well, you may not know it from the political talk, but... Welcome to the Toad Up Network. This is the Movie Guys Live, and I killed the president of Paraguay with a fork. How have you been? <laughs> You've reached Ground Zero for all things movies and comedy. We bring the two together here every Thursday at 7 Pacific, 10 Eastern, right here on ToadUpNetwork.com, and of course on iTunes. Every Movie Guys show, we bring you all kinds of original comedy. We're talking about rants, sketches, characters, jokes, bits, and more, so you can expect that in the next hour. We got them. Not just all a bunch of flapping. We got jaws. bits. We got jokes. We got <laughs> sketches. We, we got, got characters. <laughs> Oh, and fear not, there'll be no spoilers either, so that's good for you. We, we don't got spoilers. If a movie hasn't opened yet, well, we haven't seen it. We're like you. We've seen the trailers. So we're going to talk about yeah. them. I'm Paul Preston here with Karen Volpe, Adam Whitley, Caius. Today, my mic, don't specifically, mind. Are, you, are you all right? Yeah, I just feel like it's I don't hear low. you very well. There, we go. there well, you go. That's better. It, it should go higher, but I have to make my chair lower, I guess. <laughs> okay. Well, we have uh, previews of 21 and Overcoming, as well as The Last Exorcism Part 2, as well as some Oscar chat, a review of Snitch, a special guest, and a look at creepy horror movie music. So, Oh, and later we're going to have a preview of this. Oh, Oscar the thunder comes. Jack the Giant Slayer, which when is you gone. Said later, do you mean like maybe a couple days or maybe a later Tuesday when we're not show. having a show? Within the hour. <sighs> Sometime when Karen's not here. That's what I was hoping for. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. But I'm, oddly, I'm oddly excited about that movie. That is odd. It's changed a bunch. The title changed. The release date changed. <laughs> they added rock music to the trailer. Why yes. couldn't they just decide out? to do a different movie since they were changing everything? Well, look, it's a big week and we got a lot of movies right. to get to. We're not even going to touch this we'll movie, Phantom. <laughs> except for just this brief moment. It's a submarine drama where Ed Harris has to thwart a visiting, a visiting technical crew, and they want to launch a nuclear strike. Thoughts? Mm-hmm. Well, it's uh, Crimson Tide meets uh, budget constraints. So uh, <laughs> they've cast Den- uh, David Duchovny as Denzel Washington yeah, in this one. Go. That's good. Good casting. Ed Harris tries to outwrinkle Lance Henriksen, who I love. I'd watch that. Not possible. I love Henriksen. Hendrickson's very cute. This is a super cast, though. Of, it's like, be actors, but whenever I see a random movie with one of these actors in it, I'll watch for the entire length of the time they're on screen. And I, so I think I could actually make it all the way through this, you know, once you did all the math, once you added everything up. You know, Lance well, because they're going to go, yeah, they're gonna go from the, Duchovny to right. Hendrickson to yeah, Harris. Yeah, you know, there'll be very little time for me yeah. to, to bow out. It's all these kind of great, okay. So be- you will watch William this. William Fickner is in it. <laughs> yeah. You will watch this, then. 
Yeah, on, but you know, on Blu-ray. Yeah. Right. Uh, and while you're doing the dishes. But first, let's play another yeah. round of uh, what'd you see this week? The ah. Oscar telecast uh, came and went with a whole new group of folks walking mm-hmm. away with gold statues. What'd you make of the show? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. All right, well, then let's move on. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone care to elaborate? Uh, oh. I liked Seth MacFarlane. I'm going to stand Everyone up for... Everyone was so critical uh, of him. Uh, I know. But, I mean, I don't know. But People maybe, are afraid of jokes. They don't like jokes that are cutting anymore. You have yeah, to be it's a so total weird. pussy. But it's so weird because he I'm can... I'm sorry, back it. up. What was that? <laughs> I said people don't like jokes that are cutting anymore. People and then are, you said... I said the P word. Oh. I said I didn't talk about my pussy. Oh, I said okay. people are being pussy. <laughs> oh, people are. <laughs> the, but the weird thing is, hearing. he's the he's the guy that can get away with that because it's always it's like the South Park effect. Like South Park can say anything, he's ever be like, "Oh, it's South Park," yeah. you know. Right. Oh, they make fun of everybody. Like he's kind of got the same cachet, but yet they oddly cornered him into a yeah. still being controversial, but like in a this weird safe way that ended up oddly like fifties and. I don't know. Strange. Yeah. <laughs> I think well, it felt to me like they were laughing in the room, but the rest of America felt like they had to get on some high horse about what he was making jokes about. Because he made jokes about Jews. He made jokes about black people. He covered all that kind of stuff that they cover on Family yeah. Guys. So oh, be not surprised. That's the first time a person is um, dressed up as a Nazi at the Oscars. So, right. you know, there's a little radical. I'd like to put this out there. Joking. Being a woman and representing at least my point of view for women. Uh, okay. So the booby titty story, uh, the, the song. Yeah. Um. So the deal. Oh, women do that on purpose. <laughs> I'm sorry. Was Here's Kar- the deal. Karen just went like this, but oh, I, I thought disagree. you were doing if a jerk those off. Those women, were, they're in movies. <laughs> they're in those movies. They know they're showing their tits because they're lit. So <laughs> it's not a surprise when their nipple shows because they're getting paid a lot of money and they were hired to be in these movies. And I would show my tits in a Spielberg movie too. You're in yeah. a freaking great movie. I Who would. gives a crap? And if they're singing about seeing them, it's because. They saw them. Well, the only time Spielberg gave it's us tits like was Schindler's their... List, and it just wasn't pleasant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not like they're looking in the Charlize Theron's window when she's taking a shower. <laughs> she's on the set. There's people making sure that it's lit well. and that she, Not you... yet. Not only can you not enjoy the Schindler list, Schindler's oh God, List boobs, so but I, I couldn't even get laid after that movie. I would hope not. Like, we went home. Uh, the girlfriend I was with at the time, we saw Schindler's List. And oh, I was that's, in college. Yeah. And she was like, what are you doing? Like, oh, well, that's dude, being 21, right. I thought, you know. I'm horny. All right. Well, yeah, anyway, that's not I a good say, movie. In that I movie. thought the song was funny. Anyway, it's thought, funny. Hey, they went funny. for it. All right, so yeah. it didn't land in some ways and stuff like that, but like, hey, they went for it. I mean, I don't know. They were trying to be smart asses. And The Onion is still funny. Yes, and that the whole thing I funny. found funny, too. I don't know really. why people wanted to take them out, uh, but it, he, no. that was a joke to hey. me. That was a joke that spoofs the type of people who love to criticize, like fashion police or whatever, yeah. that love to criticize red carpet behavior. For anybody in the audience who doesn't know the the, uh, the Onion Quivenzen thing, they Twittered out that uh, Quivenzen A. Wallace, Wallace is a C-word. Because the joke, of course, being she's not. No she's a nine-year-old. She's she adorable. Is. She's amazing, yeah. you know? <laughs> if, of all the people there, she's probably the one who isn't. So they made that joke. I don't know. And everyone I don't know. Did you see her on the red carpet? She was getting a little sassy. Oh, my God. <laughs> a little right, sassy. Listen. So you think the accuracy of it created the controversy? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> a controversy. Sometimes jokes are a little too on the nose. That's, I think, where the oh, where I we see. land on this one. All right, enough Oscars. Right. Besides Oscars, last time uh, Wait, we... Adams we, has had his finger. Wait, no, no, you're going to talk about Die Hard? Yeah. See, yeah. you're already ahead this, of This is the funny thing. Now, I wanted to come off of the Oscars on this because what a great way. There's something, you know, the Oscars, great. It's a movie tradition, and we like movies, so we all watch the Oscars, and yet at the end, I'm like, why did I watch that whole thing? But the way I get ready for the Oscars, of course, seeing the smattering of, of Oscar best pictures I haven't seen, but 
We sat down because A Good Day to Die Hard opened, uh, you know, a week ago. 14th, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so we sat down in my living room, blacked out the curtains. I mean, talk about just a pathetic picture. It really was <laughs> one of the most, but unless you're like a movie person and then you're like, all right, I kind of respect that. Like movie geeks would go, all right, I understand blacking out your, during the mid middle of the day with black sheets over my windows and watched all four Die Hard movies before we went to go see Die Hard 5. Here's what happened. I was late to this party. So you guys had already gotten through. We'd die already Hard been one. through the good one. That's right, and you're you're well into Die Hard Sipowitz before I show yeah. up. <laughs> and it's what like three o'clock when I get there. Oh. I walk into Adam's apartment and I felt like I was about to be initiated. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was pitch black. It took a good 40 minutes to, for me to figure out where the sofa was. And there's just Paul and Adam just on the sofa watching uh, explosions. It was like a tweaker fight. den. We had no idea it the sun was out. A, it was a movie guy tweaker <laughs> den. No You're idea. so right. We were just, been, uh, and we were out of our minds after. Oh, it uh, was horrible. I mean, a lot of those movies are over two hours, two and a half hours. And it is, so it was a lot of time watching those four movies. Man, my boy here. <laughs> a little bit of dialogue. Yeah, the, well, that's from Die Hard well, 5. Well, I think that's the extent of the dialogue in the Die Hard 5 movie. That's it. The, yeah. movie, the movie was about four lines of dialogue and then an hour and a half of explosions and gunfire. Here is the amazing thing about... Okay, so, so when you do a festival like this... Now, I've always done superhero fests where I watch superhero movies for 8, 12 hours before I go see... Uh, for example, Wolverine. Breakfast with Van Damme. We used to do that in college. Breakfast with Van Damme. We used to do that. Yes, and Dinner with Seagal. Dinner with right. Seagal, okay. yeah. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> We'd watch all the Van Damme movies and then watch well, all the Seagal movies. It was movies. the greatest. Oh. Uh, and you can eat during those. That's amazing. Oh, yes. Enjoy them. <laughs> so, I could have sex after Schindler's List. Were you surprised by that? Well, So doing a festival no. like this. <laughs> <laughs> doing a festival like this. Yes. It, it, it has an effect on the ultimate movie you're going to see. It's not the ideal way to go see the movie because generally the movies that came before it, especially when you're dealing with a lot of sequels, uh, don't paint a great picture. It's better to go in and just have forgotten how bad yeah, the previous ones are. Yeah, you don't want to be reminded are. by because, those middle ones. Because yeah. you are reminded that Die Hard 2 sucks. Mm -hmm. Die Hard 3, I liked it for a long time. That movie kind of sucks. Is that Samuel L. Jackson Die Hard? Yeah, okay. Samuel L. Jackson. And Die Hard... Uh, Sipowitz Die Hard? Justin Long. I only know my Die Hards by yeah. the coast. Justin Long Die Hard. Oh, yeah, Justin Long Die Hard. I missed this whole one. thing, by the way, and I'm very sad. In a weird way, I was backstage of the show I was doing, and I was tweeting... To, uh, Writing to them. Twixting. Twixting to them. <laughs> and I felt left out that I didn't get uh, to be miserable uh, with you guys all day. I honestly felt hung over the next day. Right, I woke right? up the next it's day. It's a pummeling. And it we had like a, a pummeling <laughs> and it's the loudest day you can spend. And Adam and it I called each other. It's the loudest day you can spend. No, we texted each other and I'm like, what are you cleansing with? Because I'm watching <laughs> golf right now for oh, 12 hours. I watched golf. I watched musicals. I watched two musicals. <laughs> Musicals. I watched On the Town and Singing in the Rain. Great, great movies. movies. Yeah, those are good movies. I was doing I a musical, I so securely I say great movies. Hey, you know what? Why don't we make a pact that if they have a Bridget Jones Diary 3, you guys will all watch the first two together, and then we'll go to the theater and Absolutely. see it. I'm in. I'm a sequel maniac. I'll I, do it. I, did it for I did it for Twilight. I rented oh, all the Twilight movies. Come on. But can we talk about Die Hard 5? Please. Can we? We saw this movie, I and I think together we could not tell you what it's about. <laughs> turn, turn my brain off immediately because I've been through 13, 14 hours of Die Hard. You know what? I mean, I literally had the Maybe. thought, I'm not going to pay any attention to what anybody's saying. Go ahead. That would have only confused you, had you? <laughs> had you Were been you paying trying, attention? I was trying oh. to figure out what, what it was about. Ostensibly, he goes to Russia to help his son who's been convicted of murder for assassinating some sort of political figure, right? 
Yeah, but the worst part is, well, yes. Except for, the, ex- well, except for the fact that every time he finds himself in a sticky situation, he kind of turns to the camera and goes, I'm supposed to be on vacation. Yeah. No, you're right. not. From an overdraft of the script, obviously, because yeah. there's nothing about that. In- <laughs> he gets there and he immediately launches into a massive action sequence where he's really just going, hey, hey, kid, hey, kid. He's trying to get his kid's attention, driving up behind him and while the kid's in the middle of an action scene. Bruce Willis movie followed for five movies is just like trailing behind going, hey, 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 kid, I'm trying to talk to you. I came all this way because we got to have a talk. Isn't that I what mean, He should be leading like, the way wait, kicking ass. And it's, it's, I think that's it's realistic. That's what parents are like when they're trying to go to, they're at the mall, right? And they see their teenage son walk by with their friends and the friends don't want to, you know, acknowledge the dad. So he's like, hey, hey, hey. And he just follows them around the mall. It's kind of that. Remember Mo- with the explosions. movie Amadeus? With explosions. Yes. The movie Amadeus and there's that yeah. scene yes, where, last point. Go ahead. where, where, what was that? Last point. Go ahead. Last yes, where, where he says there's simply too many notes oh, in, yes. in the music. There were simply too many words in this music, in this in this script. That was the final <laughs> note on the script. Simply too many words. Too many words. So they have like 12 now. Yeah, they did. And then about 12,000. But they kept the part, I'm on vacation, I'm on vacation. Yeah. <laughs> they kept that line. Three times he That's said that. That's great. It didn't have the meat of the other movies. No. A little thin, right? Come on. I, know you, I know you were excited, but it was a little thin. Oh, oh my God, yeah. But yeah, okay. the, the great thing about Die Hard 5, after a day of watching all Die Hard movies, is Die Hard 5 works its ass off. Like, it is, <laughs> everything turns into gigantic action. But you just couldn't impress us at the end Here's of the how day. Bad that, <laughs> here's how much that movie was, um, how, much, how much was going on in that movie. I honestly can't remember whether or not it was in 3D. Oh, what, was was it? it? It was not. It, okay, okay. So final right. word. So All right, well, enough, of, enough Oscar talk, enough Die Hard talk. And we never took a look at the movie that came out last week during the Oscars. Kind of got smothered in all of the awards chatter. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson's new film, Snitch. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hear The Rock can act. Do we need that? <laughs> Is that what the world's missing? The world's missing more rock Let's acting. give Snitch a day in court. <laughs> can you smell what The Rock's cooking? It's meth. <laughs> well, his son's cooking it, at least. In Snitch, the rock son is busted with some drugs on him. I'm sure he had a good excuse. Let's take a listen to All that. Right. I ran out of gas. I had a flat tire. <laughs> I didn't have enough money for cab fare. My truck didn't come back from the cleaners. An old friend came in from out of town. Someone stole my car. There was an earthquake. A terrible flood. Locust. It wasn't my fault, I swear to God. I think that's from Snitch. I'd see that movie. Now, of course, he says the drugs weren't his. Now, I know that's what all the kids say, but Mm -hmm. his dad is The Rock. So, would you ever do anything that would want that make (laughs) would make that dad want to kick your ass? No, no. No. If The Rock were my dad, I'd be mowing the lawn in December just to stay on his good side. (laughs) But what will happen when the criminals he's running with find out he's a snitch? The trailer asks. A high-speed shootout on the highway. The trailer answers. The critics call this movie thrilling. And by critics, of course, we mean the words at the bottom of the screen on the trailer. Now, you may recognize stuntman-turned-director of this movie, Rick Roman Waugh, from his work as Man Falling from Bridge. Ah! Or Man Getting Hit by Car. Ah! And, of course, his most famous role, Man on Fire. No, not that Man on Fire, but literally, a Man on Fire. Ah! 
You see, he was a stuntman. Yeah, gotcha. Yes, thank you. Between this film and A Good Day to Die Hard, we just talked about all these action movies are about dad coming to the aid of their sons who get into a lot of trouble and need help kicking ass. Kind of like a father knows best for the Twitter generation. What, Twitter? I was going to ask the you same know, question. That sounds like Bruce Willis running over to Russia trying to get his kids' attention to help him out. There you go. Do you yeah. mean deep as in thoughtful? Uh, anyway, moving on. Moving on. Well, actually, we should move on. This is interesting. We have uh, we have a caller. Oh, uh, this is we know what, how to get callers. The third time we've ever had a caller. All right. We had Tyler Perry once. Sure, oh, I remember sure, that. That, that was good. Was One that time good. I wasn't here. I listened to you guys take a call from Andre. Andre, Andre was a really Andre's good listener. Uncut rim job. And now, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was very organized. Uh, hello, caller. Who do we have on the line? Hey there, Mean Gene. This is Steve Lombardi, the Cleveland Crippler. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> Steve Lombardi. My dad used to watch it. Mean Gene. This is Paul. This is, uh, this is the movie, guys. You're on uh, the Toad Hop Network. Toad Hop? I've heard of that finishing move before, and if The Rock tries to pull that move on me, I'll show him a world of pain he's never known. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Steve has come to... Nobody's yeah, doing any finishing moves. All right, Steve Lombardi, look, where are you calling from? Parts unknown. <laughs> Part, parts unknown. Okay. Tampa. Oh, <laughs> Tampa. Right. You know something, Mean Gene? <clears throat> I know not... The Rock can hear me, and I've got a message for him. Well, I'm not entirely sure The Rock is listening to the show, I so, agree. I mean, you could... Listen, tough guy. Oh. I saw your last match, and those explosions don't scare me. And I'd like to see you drive a semi-truck into my squared circle. Oh. Don't oh. I think you're confused? Uh, We're talking that? about a movie. Yeah. A movie. Oh, there's going to be some confusion, yeah. But I laid the smack down on this overgrown oaf. The only confusion I'll have is whose ass I'm going to kick first. Is it that drug-dealing son? No, Steve, that was a movie, that okay? Is a movie, for sure. In the movie, yeah. The Rock goes undercover to uh -huh. sell drugs to try and get his son out of prison. Well, The Rock won't sell one ounce of crack while undercover to sell drugs. Otherwise, I'm going to be in the ring, and when I get a hold of him, I'll plant him right there. You know, I think Steve really is confused. I, 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 he's in parts Mr. unknown, Lombardi. all right. Okay, what you saw was not a match, all right? That was a movie. It's called Snitch, yeah. and it stars The Rock. Snitch, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's just like The Rock. Gonna run and tell Vince McMahon on me. Fine, go, go, go home and cry to your mom. Steve Lombardi's gonna bring the pain. But look, Steve Lombardi never brings the pain. <laughs> yeah, he's a jobber, I think. But look, this isn't a wrestling match, okay? This is a movie, and Dwayne Johnson stars in the movie called Snitch. First of all, my record is 0 and 8 with a tie. Second, yeah. Second, who the fuck is Dwayne Johnson? Dwayne <laughs> Johnson. Okay, listen, Dwayne you're Johnson confused. Is, uh, oh, oh, all right. All this right. is all the critics who are saying this is The Rock's best performance in the ring yet. Steve Lombardi says this. It's like being the tallest man in the room full of midgets. You're the man. If you think you can fight Steve Lombardi's battles, well, I'm here to tell you nobody fights Steve Lombardi's battles but Steve Lombardi. I thought he was I, Steve. I, he is Steve, but oh, okay. that wasn't Linda. Yeah, that Van. was the Susan Sarandon in the movie. You can run and you can hide, rock like Chuck Norris or Sylvester Stallone, disguised as some common trucker concerned about his son. But I'm coming for you. Those, those they're all actors. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah but in this scenario, Steve Lombardi is going to be the drug dealer, right? And pain is the drug I'm going to be dealing. Stealing we'll pain. get you a Cleveland steamer. You won't walk away from. Oh, well, okay. Oh, what easy, easy. Oh, easy. What's it called? What? You know the Cleveland Steamer? <laughs> that's, that's my finishing move. Whoa, that's Awkward. a hell of a move. Awkward. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'll lay one of those on you. You'll never get back up. <laughs> I, I, I believe that. You, I believe. You, you, 
you, you see, The Rock stole it, and he renamed it The Rock Bottom, and everyone thinks, oh, that's so awesome. Oh, that is so and awesome. I call Cleveland Steamer, and all they do is laugh at me. I don't get it. Well, you know yeah. It's I totally awesome. He takes his armband off, why. and he hits the... Yeah, I love The Rock. Steve should that. blog onto the internet a little more, <laughs> yeah. figure out what the Cleveland Steamer is. Steve, <laughs> you've lost another match, I think. Uh, we're going to have to let you go. Before he goes, Steve Lombardi just wanted to take the opportunity to say uh, he's going to be fighting Joint the Clown at the Lakewood High School <laughs> Auditorium this Saturday at 8 p.m. Uh, bell times at 8.30. I'll be selling an uh, 8x10 for about 20 bucks a uh, uh, five if you want me to sign it. Uh, go to ClevelandCripples38.net for future dates. I didn't get ready to get steamy, Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Oh, wait, thank you. Did what? he leave? Is he there? Whoa, whoa, What's whoa, that? Whoa, whoa. What's this? What the hell is that? It's my exit music. <laughs> I was say when I interconnected to the ring. All right, get the hell out of here. <laughs> How about Steve right, calls right. with it? I'll the Rocky, and then there will be no way out. Okay, goodbye. Remember, next weekend, Steve Lombardi, wow. Thank you, Steve Lombardi. That was pretty special. Wait, he comes with his own entrance and exit music, for the love of God. Challenging The Rock, like he's going to beat The Rock. Well. Nobody beats The Rock, right? In his own mind. Especially a jobber like him. Steve Lombardi, a jabroni. He's a jabroni, for sure. He is a jabroni. Wow. Isn't that the term? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, The Rock will take that microphone Steve Lombardi is holding. Turn that bitch sideways. Shine it up real yep. nice and stick it straight up your candy ass. <laughs> Whatever happened to take your vitamins, get some sleep? No. Now it's Not shoving anymore. things up shoving people's butt. Now it's all attitude. Yeah. Well, look, the point is, what? Snitch looks like something I would watch. Probably in three segments over the course of a, of a month on HBO, but I'd watch it. <laughs> and not in the right order, key. but, you know, you get through it. Yeah, so that was a review. Like, oh, um, this is where that scene ends up with the scene I saw before. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but what, we, what we're all about here is previewing movies, really, about stuff that hasn't come out in theaters yet. So opening tomorrow is Jack the Giant Slayer. Adam, let's talk about it. So it's that time again, time yes, to is. do this movie. All right. Enjoy. Jack the Giant Slayer. That's all right. All right, not that kind of Slayer. That's but, way better. Oh, but we'll let it play. Uh, yeah. Jack the Giant Slayer is the big adaptation of the tall tale. Mm, it gets worse. That's horrible. This all coming on the heels of the success of J.J. Abrams, The Old Woman Who Lived in a Shoe, and Francis Ford Coppola's Hans Christian Andersen's The Princess and the Pea. <laughs> Deep reference. <laughs> This film stars Nicholas Holt, recently seen in Warm Bodies, and X-Men First Class. No, it doesn't star Joseph Gordon-Levitt. You can't say we didn't warn you. Mm. Holt plays Jack, legend's most famous bean counter and mom starver. And for the mere price of a cow, he receives the famed magic beans that connect the land of people and the land of the glandularly challenged giants. <laughs> Sorry, nice Paul. Job. Love that word. <laughs> Except oh, in this nice. version, there's some double dealing with a king who wants to steal a crown from the giants that will give him power over all Earth. Okay, mm. so... Who let the Bond villain into my beloved childhood bedtime story? <laughs> Who let the... Sorry. You know, if this were directed by Guillermo del Toro, giant robots would just simply kick these giants' ass. But yeah. this film, or perhaps movie, <laughs> is directed by Brian Singer, director of past and future past X-Men movies. He looks trapped in a concept here, personally. Yeah. I think all the subtle singer strokes could bring this giant fantasy to life, but this trailer is working its ass off, and that's never a good sign. Now, uh, the trailer feels like it's it feels like it's lying to me. I mean, I know they all are lying to me. This one really feels like it's lying to me. Especially the new trailer from when they were 
which is different from the one when they were supposed to have released it last summer. Yeah, and now it's got all kinds of rock music in it and stuff, and it uh, ooh, it's, it feels so desperate. Yeah. Oh, it's a rockin' movie now. Is this yeah. actually a clip? Not that bullshit one That's that we not- saw the first trailer for. I'm yeah. often surprised by what Paul ends up playing, so I, know, I don't know I, if this is real or not. I thought they were going to really add Slayer to it. Yeah. But the one thing the movie has going for it is Ewan McGregor playing a heroic knight. Yeah, I'll take but it. <laughs> he assists Jack in climbing the famous beanstalk to rescue a maiden swept to the giant's world in the sky, inadvertently starting a war between the behemoths and the village. Got all v. that? Yeah, sure. Yeah, nicely put. <laughs> As if, oh, you wish, did, did you write that down? <laughs> it's complex. Fee, fi, fo, fuck this CGI. Why do people have to keep being rendered? How much technology must we achieve before we can accurately portray humans speaking and walking and having faces? I mean, you know, not counting 1895 to 2000. But why is this so hard now? Why not just shoot a real guy talking and then do some CGI shit to his face? Or why not have a real guy walk and then a CGI for some weird, crazy alien height? Once again... The paraphrased words of Stan Winston hit home. Yes. In the past, you had to use editing and filmic techniques to make audiences feel like there's a hundred monsters. And now those audiences just see a thousand monsters. I've learned something. I did Yes, we got about a minute for some thoughts on this movie, which I'm sure makes Karen happy. All right, I... I very, uh, you did a wonderful job on this, yeah, but here's your, my thing. You hate I had, this movie, right? I hate gnomes and dwarfs and all sorts of short people. So here's what happens. Karen so hates short I, people. No, there you I go, everybody. I short people. Great. I just hate gnomes and shit. Letters. So you got hobbits and <laughs> stuff going on. But so what happens is, since there's giants involved, mm-hmm. I find there's, I went, oh, maybe I'll like this movie. But then I realized there's so many giants. Regular people become gnomes and hobbits and shit. And so then I <laughs> That's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> you brought me around on this, Karen. Every movie has a Why are you interested in it? In it? I, this is the first I've heard that this interests you. There's just something about the giants that, as a little boy, thought that was so, yeah. the coolest thing. And that seemed like one of the things that they could never really put in movies well. So, actually, I'm, I'm happy CGI exists to that extent because yeah. it seems like something that can Well, it looks like it off. could be. Like, Did you remember I, the 50-foot woman? Yeah. That just looked odd. Uh, Those oh, effects. Yeah. Well, back then, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm but saying. But Gandalf, they made Gandalf look huge next to Hobbit, so they could make yeah. Gandalf giant-sized if they wanted to. Yeah, well, didn't they, they just they don't. cast Elijah Wood? Ah. Oh, do, do your thing. The uh, Who'd you run into last week? Oh, I ran into... Oh, this is hilarious. So I ran into Dominic Monaghan from Lost. And, and how'd you know he was Dominic Monaghan? I knew Monaghan. it was Dominic Monaghan because it looked exactly like I thought he'd look like, but shorter. Hey, all right. I think it's time for a break, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back in a few. Here's some words to the folks who help out the Toad Hop Network. Back in a few minutes. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching. To leave your house to shop, to crawl through traffic to the mall. Just to find the thing you wanted. Isn't even there at all. Amazon.com is the answer. Shop at home and style and ease. Find exactly what you want. Ordering your stuff's briefs. Books on tape. Games galore. Everything you're looking for. Kindle. Cameras. Electronics. Baby Einstein. Hooked on phonics. Blu-ray. Movies. And TV. Downloads. Music. MP3. Pixar. Disney. Microphones. Pet supplies and doggy bones. World of Warcraft. Nancy Drew. Sims. The Scruffs. Ishtim too. Click Amazon. You'll smile with glee. Sometimes shipping is even free. 
Hey, Toad Hop listeners, this is Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson with What's Good, starring Freddie Lockhart and Candace Thompson. And we are a show that knows a little bit about a lot. We talk about hip hop, we talk about other people who can't help themselves, and we talk about all sorts of things music, TV, gossip, you name it, we do it. Be sure to check out our show live every Tuesday, 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the ToadHopNetwork.com. And if you miss it, go back and watch it on ToadHopNetwork.com or download the audio from iTunes. Don't be a jerk. Do it. While you're there, leave a comment and rate the show. It's very important, Candace. They have to leave a comment and rate the show. You know why? Why? Otherwise, we'll be on the bottom. And we like to be on the top, don't we? I know I do. Yeah, girl. What's up, Toadheads? Hey, make sure you check out the Toad Hop store on toadhopnetwork.com. It's a great way to support the network and helps continue to bring you quality programming. Quality programming, my ass. Can you see I'm recording you? Oh! With Gamefly, choose from over 6,000 titles. Play as long as you want and send them back when you're done. $8.95 to start, no late fees. Gamefly.com. Games delivered. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network. Radio worth watching. Down in Hollywood. I want to stay healthy, just keep them moving right on. Song is always our comeback from Break Me. What is that song? Does he say? That song? Does he say if you want to stay healthy, keep moving? I've never heard that song until our show. I don't know. When I hear that song, I'm it's always going to think Sometimes it gets stuck in my head, but only that part. Because I've never been in better shape. Then you shoot yourself. Yeah. Uh, well, welcome back to the Movie Guys Live, everybody. It's uh, and here's a weird thing we're doing. We want to tell you about. Are you on the Twitter? We are uh, we're the, on the Twitter. Uh, at the Movie Guys, uh, we're there posting links, artic- links to our articles and the nonsense we have going on at themovieguys.net. And we're posting daily jokes up there as well, all about the movies. Well, Twitter has started another social network. I like this one. Because, uh, yeah, it's fun. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. called Vine, and Vine allows you to post six seconds of, seconds of video. So give us six seconds, and we'll give you something stupid. <laughs> we're now doing movie reviews on Vine, so you can go six check them out. Six-second movie reviews. It's the perfect format for us. Yeah, say so you don't have time yeah. to listen to an entire uh, yeah. show. You know, He's like, I'll get to that later when I have an hour. Right now I have six seconds. Jump on Vine, watch our dopey videos. And say you don't have time to write an entire movie review, and you just have six seconds of dopey shit. It's perfect. Perfect for us. Yes. Yeah. You know what I've discovered as a result of Vine? That is exactly as long as my attention span. Yeah. There yeah. you go. I yeah. am the MTV generation. That's a perfect I can, amount. I can watch Will Sasso for about <laughs> six seconds, that's and then I'm moving on. That's about all you can on. take, yeah. Well, speaking of the MTV like generation, it. our uh, next movie that's coming out in theaters, it's part of our big movie weekend. Uh, let's talk about 21 and over. Oh, actually, Paul, uh, before you start the preview, I'm sorry. I, I got to go. What? what? No, no, dude. You got to go? And we ask for like one hour a week, and yeah. you have to go during the Oh, no, no, no. I've got a late-night meeting with my bosses at the plant. At the, the plant? plant? Okay, yeah, but pl- you were there all day. What do you... Yeah, but th- there's a lot of changes going on. You know, I really can't get into it. I, I Actually, I got to go, guys. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, no, right. this is rude. <clears throat> yeah. All I right. I know. It's, he's got the... Well, a couple of things here. First, Adam shot, was at the dude. plant all day. Yeah. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't know he had a plant to go to. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, he had to go in with his badge and check in through security yeah. and put on his hard helmet. And Adam I, doesn't seem like a plant kind of guy. No. So who would have thunk he would have to go back? But alas, but alas. Uh, I guess we go on without him. To uh, 21 and over, not the All sequel right. to this film is not yet rated, but a teen <laughs> sex romp. Ooh. Sounds like the kind of thing I should talk about with Lee. That'd be me. <laughs> you flatter me, Paul. It's licensed to drink and drive as a bunch of kids who will be able to drink for the rest of their lives somehow feel the need to cram it into one night. Jeff Chang is turning 21, but his 21st birthday is no night to party. He's got a medical school entrance exam in the morning and his reputation as an Asian stereotype to uphold. But teen characters one and two, Casey and Miller, 
<laughs> Nobody in this movie is named Trey, so that you know, so it can't be that hip. Have different plans for Jeff Chang and proceed to get him drunk to where he passes out. Then they do things with his body that would kill anybody in a non-comedy. Yeah, you remember those friends you had in college that would always try to kill you just as soon as you got a few bears in you? Well, that's who Jeff Chang hangs out. So apparently, he's the one with the car. <laughs> or the swimming pool. Well, obnoxious. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Obnoxious, the movie, is an all-night party that ends in a run from the law, from party to the parties that only exist in the movies. You know, like the John Hughes, 16 Candles movies. Uh, back in the day, he made all those movies where when the parents were out, the kids would throw a huge oh, party. Oh, huge party. Everyone like the Say Anything yeah. party. Oh, yeah, the Say Anything oh, party. The parties you were never invited to. We should to. play all those songs for her boyfriend. I was never invited yeah. to that no, party. No, me either. I couldn't get there. It was too far from my house. Well, Karen, I guess they have to make movies like 21 and Over. I'm guessing it's a court order or something, but <laughs> this is the movie that every 15-year-old hopes to sneak in. Into. So, ironically, it's a movie that's meant to appeal to people who aren't old enough to see it in a theater. Ah, yes. Well, one of that's the trailers, iron. the characters <laughs> seem to be repeating the name Jeff Chang over and over, apparently establishing the new comedy rule of sevens. No, remember last week when we gave way too much time and attention to something? We gave it in, like a couple weeks ago? Couple right, weeks escape ago. the planet Earth? Yeah, maybe? whatever. Safe yeah. haven? This Any is what happens when you give exactly the right amount of time and attention to a movie that deserves exactly that. I think six seconds would have been perfect. <laughs> we should have just made one of those videos. <laughs> we should, it's not next too time, late. Next time Paul's just going to say, please see Vine. Please see Vine. For and we'll hold We're going to refer you to Vine. We'll just yeah. have a little placard for our show, please see Vine. Yeah. This is, this is it. So now, you are Mr. Vine, Mr. Six Seconds. This is this movie's for you then. That's lady? what the ladies call me, Mr. Mr. Six Seconds. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's what they write on the bathroom for wall. Many years. <laughs> Up from four, by the way. Well, you're improving. That's yeah, good. He's been Found the right lady. It's the age. <laughs> well, it's tough to explain this movie if you don't know anything about it. It literally is a guy who passed out at a party. He's being thrown into walls. He's being uh, tossed from windows in great heights by his buddies. So let me just play a clip here, and I think we'll all get the idea of maybe what it exactly is about. This is the day that you get to tell every bouncer who's ever carded you. 21. Blackjack mother... You have made the angry movie! Wait a second. No, no. Let me kill this for a second. What's going on? I what? think that Clint Eastwood is here. No, is that Uncle Mort? No, I am the patron saint of the teen movie. <gasps> it's, it's the ghost, ghost of John Hughes. Yes, wherever bad movie teen movies are made, I appear. You don't look like John Hughes. Have a seat. Yeah, feel free to put on the headphones, Ghost <laughs> yeah. of John Hughes. <laughs> John, John Hughes. You I mean, you're here now. Dead. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Hold on. Let me just get. See what's going on. All right. There you go. There you I'm go. here. What? Wow. Well, you don't look like John Hughes is what I'm saying. Well, never mind that movie oh, guy. No, what okay. is this Weekend at Bernie's bullshit? At least Weekend at Bernie's had Andrew McCarthy. This 21 and over doesn't even have that. This thing should go straight to video cassette. Oh. <laughs> we don't have that anymore? Well, it doesn't matter what format, but this is something that should only be rented at a blockbuster. Uh, Those aren't really around either, I so... Well, it's, uh, look, I'm angry! Look, look, look. <laughs> ghost, so ghost, better. ghost. They're just trying the to make the teen movie a little more contemporary, so, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Oh, what, what the heck was that? Wanky, my wanky. The donga need food. Oh! <laughs> See? Okay, so this Jeff Chang in the movie, that? you know, uh-huh. he's no long duck dong. No, we just named our character dong, but the writer-director's... 
from this movie are the same writers as The Hangover, where some naked Asian guy pops out of a trunk. I mean, they are obsessed with Asian dong. Asian dong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you said they are, they're a writer-director. So you're saying there are two directors? John Lucas and John, uh, Scott Moore. It took two people to direct this movie. I did my movies all by myself, like a goddamn maverick. I can tell you these guys won't be making planes, trains, and automobiles anytime. So, <laughs> I'm like, oh, creepy when you go that. Was that creepy. soon you said? He, is, creep- he is a ghost, everybody, remember. Oh, that's right. oh, yeah. But he's like an angel ghost, so he's well, happy. You know. that's, he planted trees, that's why. I'm all like sorts him. of dead. Oh, okay. I'm also, okay. Mostly dead. I, look mostly at pro- dead. I looked at this movie, and one of the actors that was in it was also in Project X. Now, it seems to me like that's the kind of you know crowd 21 and over is yeah. trying to appeal to, and these are the new movies that appeal to the youth of America. I had my finger on the pulse of the youth of America. These guys couldn't find the pulse of a teenager if it was trending on Twitter while drinking a Red Bull. <laughs> hey, Claire. Uh, um, that's you, Karen. It's Karen. Who's the girl in this movie? Uh, I have to check. Sarah Wright. She was in Maid of Honor, M-A-D-E of Honor, and The House Bunny. See how they did that? Sarah Wright. There's no charm in this girl. That girl's no Molly Ringwald or Mary Stuart Masterson. Ugh, I'd like to, I'd like to see Sarah Wright make Eric Stoltz fall in love with her, huh? And seriously, he's pissed. <laughs> he is really mad. Where are these memor- Where are the memorable characters? Who are Miller and Casey? Miller and Casey. They're like last names. I want to vomit. Yes, exactly. I mean, these guys are no Blaine, Bender, Cameron, or Ferris. Those are great names. Those are great names. Or my name isn't John. (laughs) Now, if you hand the whole thing over to me, if you hand this whole movie over to me, (laughs) here's what I would have done. Okay, Okay, let me play another clip of your 21 and over. Yeah. Already it's better. It's better already. Blackjack mother... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so where are you? Jeff Chang, where do you live? That's not gonna work. You gotta shake it. Wake up! So much better. It's way better. I agree with the ghost. Did we just kill Jeff Chang? That's it! You've been warned! I am the ghost of John Hughes. You know, I actually want to save save Jeff Chang now. I know, I wanna. That was creepy. Ooh, it was cold in here all of a sudden. Did you feel that? Yeah, that wind. He left it behind. Oh, that was wind? I thought there was ocean waves crashing into the studio. It's like an ocean-y wind. wind. My feet were getting wet. Hi, guys. Oh, hey, Adam. Oh, my God, you missed the coolest thing. You just missed the... What did I miss? The ghost ghost of John John Hughes was here. It was really good. It was the coolest thing. He's dead? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How'd things go down at the uh, plant? Sorry to bring that up. The plant. Jeez. You know, I thought I was going to be out for the night, but, you know... I work at an auto factory, and, and the place where I work is recently merged with a Japanese company. And, that happens. You know, I'm the American liaison between the two companies, so you know we're experiencing a bit of a culture culture clash. You know, when it comes to our approaches to work, so I had to mediate the competing attitudes. You know, those being clockwork like precision of foreign management and good old fashioned hardworking American labor. Sure, you know? sure, you know? that can happen. So mm-hmm. that's you know it's going to take some time. Adam, that sounds like the plot to the '80s Michael Keaton movie Gung Ho. <sighs> My whole life is the plot to Gung Ho, you know? Well, I think we can all can say that. That's, that's kind of... Okay, well, enough of that. That was fun. Uh, all right, well, we're going to move on to a film that John Hughes would not endorse at all, I don't believe. No, um, nor his ghost. No. <laughs> Karen, let's cover a little something called The Last Exorcism Part 2. Ooh. You get to do a sex romp. I get to do exorcism. That's... Now, when we last left our main character, Nell. I in the way. I in the way. I in the way. 
she was possessed and speaking in tongues. But having survived the ordeal of the very last final last exorcism, the demon is back to make her life a body contorting hell. Body contorting, of course, being the stabbed in the shower of modern horror movies. From the poster, it's clear that to get rid of these demons, this girl would bend over backwards. And Ooh. front words. And flop around spastically words. <laughs> she kind of looks like Steven Tyler in the middle of the lyric of Do me! From Dude Looks Like a Lady. <laughs> True. Or maybe she's just stuck the landing like a bendy, boneless Romanian gymnast. <laughs> Since the last film was obviously not the last exorcism, the last in this title seems to suggest proximity to right now, as in my last pap smear. <laughs> I hear that they've already greenlit a third last exorcism called the most recent exorcism. Well, now our main character has gotten religion, and I don't just mean she goes to church. I mean the devil is still using her insides for a rumpus room complete with foosball and air hockey. I think I figured it out. They put movies like this out now in theaters so that by Halloween it'll be on DVD because nobody mm-hmm. wants to go to the movies at Halloween except teens. But, you know, teens are all morons. <laughs> This is true. Well, we just alienated you know, a whole bunch of listeners. <laughs> this movie has nothing on biography channels, The Haunting of Regis Philbin. <laughs> there you go. You know which, is, which did exist, by the way. Yeah. You know what? Uh, you wrote that, right? That this, yeah. this movie is nothing like The Haunting of Regis Philbin. So which sounds please, like a joke. tell us what The Haunting of Regis Philbin is, and do I want to see that more than I want to see The Last Exorcism Part 2? Absolutely. So there's a show on Biography Channel, I think, called uh, My Ghost Story Caught on Tape. Oh, my God. I have seen that with... Uh, no, it doesn't matter what episode you saw. You saw the same one. Are you sure? No, <laughs> yeah. no. I, I sometimes search for different actors who are in Ghostbusters to see if they're in any other things. Oh, yeah. And Ernie Hudson was on come, this. We'll come across <laughs> The Crow a few I times. I found Ernie Hudson. <laughs> I may be confusing my titles because there's, there's Celebrity Ghost Stories, oh, which is the one I'm you saw. Of, yeah. And then there's another series called My Ghost Story Caught on Tape. And the My Ghost Story caught on tape is much like um, uh, Deadliest Catch. So the way I describe Deadliest Catch is, oh, hey, did you see the one where a bunch of boats go out to catch crab and one boat catches a bunch of crab and the other boat doesn't catch any crab and then they all catch a bunch of crab and a wave crashes over the railing? Yeah, that's every episode. That's every episode. So every episode of My Ghost Story caught on tape is they go to a creepy house and they hear something on tape and something moves and then they're not sure what happened. But one of those was Regis Philbin goes back to the Whaley House in San Diego, California, where he started his career. And he spends a night in the Whaley House and he recounts this experience that he had where he saw a ghost. So saw a ghost. Yeah. So cool. It was crazy. <laughs> it was out here. He jumped out of nowhere. <laughs> I, I'm just eating the mic. Sorry. Um, that could be just from working with Kathy Lee all those there years. There you go. I think that could make it. But I just thought the, the title, drunk. the ha- and it was literally, the episode was literally called The Haunting of Regis Philbin. <laughs> That's hilarious. So how does that not I, end up? I'm so happy. I want to haunt him. I'm so happy there's enough TV that there is a, The Haunting of Regis Philbin. <laughs> Are you? I, I think I Why am. You think about it. I'm yeah. a sequel guy. Go for it. More, oh, that's more, true. More shit. <laughs> Just they, we're it making new people every day. Someone's got to entertain right. them. Right. Who decides that he gets it's a whole a whole separate? Like he can't just be one of the celebrity ghost stories on Celebrity Ghost Stories. Well, that's what he caught gets my his attention. Whole thing. That's a great title. So I'm scrolling through. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm scrolling I, I through the Uverse channel list, right? And you see the words "The Haunting of Regis Philbin," and you've got to watch that. He's not going to watch that. Yeah. Like I, a, I, I, my last statement, Paul. Yeah, I'm very happy. Okay. <laughs> there, there you go. It's like a John Malkovich movie where he's in his the head. What is that, John Malkovich? Movie. Being John Malkovich? 
Yes, it's like that. Well, do you know the story behind that movie? No. Well, tell us. When it was first written and it shopped around. It was a lot around. shorter than you expected. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I knew it, John. Callback. <laughs> you got to get a callback button. All right, all right, all right. Karen, you have no idea how appropriate that and comment is going to be. Oh, God. No, Karen has no idea how appropriate that comment is going to be. Because when that script was first shopped around Hollywood, being uh -huh. John Malkovich, the number one response to it was, we love it, but is there any way we can call it being Tom Cruise? <gasps> That is wonderful. Oh, my God. Bless you. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. Hollywood. That's right. And you said it was shorter than you expected. It was shorter than expected. Oh. I'd buy that 100%. But let's talk about, did any of you see the first one, by the way, The Last Exorcism? Did not. I like The first Last Exorcism? I would see The First Last Exorcism. That one was a found footage documentary. Aren't they all? No, this one's not. This one looks just like a movie movie. Oh, okay. Isn't that weird? Movie movie. Isn't that weird? It's not a horror film without found footage. It's a movie if it's in 3D. It's when they kick around the attic and find a box of porn. Maybe they did. That's supposed to be. The box you're supposed to throw away when you die. Well, get rid of your porn box. That's always the children's story I'd like to write about Hollywood, like the footage that was never found. The haunting of the footage that was never found. The footage that was never found. I mean,. It's a, what if they didn't find the footage? That's what I'm saying. So right. they just uh, made a movie. So it's like a sad. It's like it's like the yeah. It's a sad story, like the Velveteen Rabbit. It's kind of yeah. like the, the Diary of Anne Frank. It just sits there, all unfound. Remember when Anne Frank? The whole point of the Diary of Anne Frank is anybody. she wanted to be a published author, and so she wrote this little diary because she's hiding from the Nazis, and so she finally gets published because she's dead. <laughs> How many exorcism movies it's are the same there? Thing. What? Just I mean, who two. knows? Well, Too many. What? Well, no, because no, your like question was, did I see the last one of what? Of Last Exorcism. Okay, Part so there's... One. Okay, wait, wait, wait. You're saying exorcism the genre? I'm trying to figure out, <laughs> when did we lose Linda Blair? Devil Inside. Yeah, there were four exorcists, right? The Heretic, the third one. And then there's no, that maybe weird, there's three. There hold three. on a second. And then there's this weird, inexplicable fourth and fifth one, which are the same script done by Paul Schrader and Rennie Harlan. Have What's the one where they go to Hawaii? right? Huh? They never got released. Or one no? got released on video. I think one made it. Oh, okay. It. But how weird is that? I've never, I've, I haven't seen it. But Adam, which which exorcism is the one where they go to Hawaii? Three. <laughs> a, very, <laughs> a, very, a very Brady Christmas is well, that one. one thing and they get so, uncursed because they right. find a thing, yeah, right? right? Okay. And Greg surfs the wave. And yes. <laughs> one thing this movie has going for it is the creepy kids singing in the trailer. I, I think we that. all like I that. that. Right? Gonna pants that is off the you. official. That is the official. You're in a spooky movie when I they have one. Ring around the Coming for you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me let me play how it sounds in the Last Exorcism Part right. Two trailer. All we have to do is accept his love and let him in your heart. That's creepy, dude. And you can't run from him. <laughs> That's this is creepy. Why, this no, is why I, I don't have children. Creepy. What was that the? What was the, I think there's a different song in a different trailer. You said that. And I, yeah, I didn't have time to search That's for the not other the one. one. I heard. You yeah, heard you heard Grace? Amazing Grace. Yeah. 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 There's like, so they know where their creepy kid singing music is buttered. But it's all reserved. <laughs> is that a phrase? Is that a thing? Creepy it is kids now. singing. It's a thing. Creepy kids singing is all reserved for these horror movies. For some reason, kids movies they get Randy Newman. But. Um, <laughs> But we have on our hands a whole bunch of the other songs that creepy kids were singing. All right, oh. so when the creepy oh, wait a minute. Are they creepy kids or just kids singing creepily? They're kids singing creep. Well, they this might. is a K-Tell release. <laughs> All kids are creepy. So let's... Uh, creepy let's singing kids. Hey, man, is that creepy kids singing? Turn it up. Turn, Turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's funny. All right, so let's play a couple of tracks from this. I don't think it comes out tomorrow. I'm so, so excited. We haven't heard these. I haven't. No, this, we'll, is, this is exciting. All right, so here's one of the uh, basic kid stories that uh, everyone, every kid loves. 
Oh, is that a challenge? Oh. Do you have another, Paul? Please. Beyond Thunderdome? Yes, fantastic. Tina Turner? Tina sings with such passion. This is the ultimate movie bit that's going on right now. (laughs) This is fantastic. This Uh. is what entertainment should be. (laughs) Well, you know, they they, they cover the the hits and the hits of today. Hey, I just met you. (laughs) And this is crazy. Uh, yes. but, uh, you know, the, wait a minute, though. Yes. But this is the funniest thing is that it's you had hilarious. a little kid come over to your house yeah. and sing these. Ah, but we did. Well, I happen to have a little kid. We know no. one. This <laughs> poor kid. We know one. We had kid. to know. We had to know. Can it work with any song? And it does. Talented kid. So, it does. but uh, kid. Well, after your own heart, listen to this. into a mirror. <laughs> the worst part is Paul teaching the little girl who's just looking Gold at him finger. like, what is Goldfinger? <laughs> yeah, was hilarious. her parent nearby? Was yeah. her oh, yeah, parent yeah, on yeah, the yeah, set for this? That's good. But then I had to teach oh. her this, one of my favorite songs. They rally around the family with a pocket full of shells. I'm the only one who likes Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Oh. You're like, what is that? <laughs> this one, I didn't have to teach you the lyrics. I was hoping it was going to be Rush. Yeah, right. <laughs> We will never, ever, ever get back together. That's serious. Is that Taylor Swift? Yeah, that's like no joke. That's so funny. Which isn't too far removed from the original Original Taylor Swift. But here is the the creepiest song yet from the Creepy Kids Singing uh, album, which is coming out in March. (laughs) Hey, tell. Oh God! Chills down my spine. That is creepy. That's just creepy. That is creepy. I'm not moving into that house. (laughs) That is the creepiest kid singing ever. Honey, did you hear something? I heard something horrible. (laughs) He was not over at my house. Oh, Oh. thank God! Not at uh, least out of the. That is freaking hilarious. I almost said out of the closet. I am seeing my own Freudian slip on poor Justin Bieber. All right. So hey, with uh, five five minutes left, Karen, it is. uh, I think it's your turn now. As we cover. Birthdays, let's fire up another edition of Karen's Look at the Birthdays <laughs> of Those Who Make or, the Movies. Or as I call it, as entertainment tonight as we get. Yes. I love it. As mainstream as we get. I love it. Here we go. Starting our birthday celebrations this week is the nature boy himself, WWE wrestling superstar, Ric Flair. Woo! Ric turns 64, but can play anywhere from 50s to... Woo! Woo! The 
nature boy. <laughs> Just this week, Flair celebrated his birthday by filing a restraining order against his fourth and estranged wife, Jackie. <laughs> Citing she physically abused him. (laughs) And I thought wrestling was fake. (laughs) All right. Next up, we remember the French author. (laughs) We remember Victor Hugo, who died in 1885. There's a celebrity. Do we? Yes, we remember him. Victor Hugo, damn glad to meet you. What is that, Fletch? (laughs) Fletch 2, I think. But he can still play anywhere from mildly miserable to full-on, full-blown miserable. He is best known for his popular novel, Les Miserables, and the even more miserable The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Miserable. There's a photo up there. Just look at how miserable he is in the photo. <laughs> hey, happy people don't make good authors, man. No, Go no, for it. he is very miserable. Stay and sad, my friend. I believe he was also even more miserable after hearing Russell Crowe sing the role of Javert, oh. the musical version of his story, and you'd be miserable, too. Yes, but speaking of miserable, next up we are celebrating the birthday of Gilbert Gottfried, who turns hey. 57. Hey. He's been in a movie, I guess, right? Yeah, the Reels Cop, too. You should have seen these If I have movies. $300 in this, this hand. hand. <laughs> hey, 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 something in this this hand that would make me forget what's in this hand and yes. the whole thing. You're saying and if we I all had know. Back. Go ahead. We all know he can play anywhere from parrot to a goose. He has appeared on the big screen in Beverly Hills 2, Problem Child 2, and House Party 3. Nice. Is the yes. franchise going down? Get Gilbert! Get Gilbert! Get Gilbert. <laughs> and a thousand straight-to-video Aladdin movies. I didn't bother to list them. Oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, he's appeared in more sequels than our next birthday girl, Elizabeth Taylor, who has been married eight times and is also dead. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, sequels. Yes, alas, sequels. When the world ran out of men who were willing to marry her, she passed away. <laughs> and lastly, happy birthday to the lovely and talented... Sean Astin, who is celebrating a birthday this week and come play anywhere from a college student to a hobbit. You can tune in to see Sean. And look at that picture. Look at those abs. I picked a picture. Was that taking a toad hop? Sexy. That was just. Isn't he a friend of the toad hop network? Just going to say he is celebrating his birthday and he did that earlier today. Live every Thursday at noon Pacific time right here on the toad hop network. And I have nothing snarky to say about him. I just put up that picture of him looking incredibly hot. So happy birthday, Sean, from the movie, guys. It's Rudy, man. Yeah. Rudy Rudiger. Yeah. You know, Rudy, we expect a little love in return now. Look at those <laughs> abs. Little I'm movie guy you. cross promotion here. That is sexy. Wow. That is You're a making us all look bad. Dial it down a notch. I think Sean I Astin knows when your birthday is, Lee. I, <laughs> I love you and all, but no. <laughs> Well, hey, you know what? I'd love to keep... Uh, oh, wait a minute. I have a little something here called... Uh, we got another caller? Uh, Adam Adam goes on too long. What is that all about? Oh, yeah. Well, that's uh, the segment I wanted to do. I'm glad we have time for it. Uh, I, what I wanted to do is comment on the growing trend of Oscar winners, uh, you know, getting cut off in the middle of speeches. Oh, yeah, we don't have time you know, for that. Sorry, reason. Adam. But uh, maybe another time we'll get to Adam goes on too long. But right now, mm-hmm. it's... Eight o'clock? I was just going to say, eight o'clock? <laughs> We're right on the verge of it, so that means we're wrapping up another Movie Guys show here at Toad Up Network. So remember, uh, watch the show live here uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays at 7, uh, that's Eastern and 10 Pacific, and you can, uh, the the show is immediately archived for your pleasure right here on the website to watch with all of our cameras, or you can go on iTunes. If you don't want to look at us, I get it. Right? I get it. Sure. sure. You can just listen can to our show. You're more of a commuting They're going to miss all iTunes. of this? Oh, I don't Lord. think so. <laughs> they're going to miss that picture of Sean Astin. That's what they're going to miss. They can do it on Stitcher? 
Yeah, well, let's oh, put yeah. that on the site just for fun. Just put a bit of that picture. That Where did picture, you get that? I love that picture. I just did a quick Google search. It came up within one of the first ten. So he must be hitting on it a lot to make sure that it gets some play. Is that there? It is. Is it yeah. pre pre Lord of the Rings or think after Lord of the Rings when he went? Uh, it's time to lose probably that. a little pre. He couldn't lose any of that. Uh, no, well, you can't look like that and be a Hobbit. I wouldn't have a problem with you then. Yeah. I'd be okay with that. That would be one hobbit you would enjoy. I would enjoy that hobbit. Paul, is Leapin' Lanny Poffo calling in? (laughs) (laughs) Check us out at at The Movie Guys on Twitter and, of course, Facebook.com slash The Movie Guys. We will be back again next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. You're listening to the Toad Hop Network, radio worth watching.